Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. All new today. A 41-year-old teacher left his family to live with an 18-year-old former student. Dr. Phil gets to the bottom of the shocking story. I moved in with my former high school teacher. That outraged the nation. He's a sexual predator. Her mother thinks you are a pedophile. I trusted him with my child. Is this in her best interest? We are following our hearts. There are a lot of states that this would be a felony. Now, the mother. I don't think she has respected me at all. What have you done that would inspire respect in her? Meets the former teacher. On a field trip, you're the chaperone. You're calling her at 4 in the morning. For the first time. I didn't call her at 4 a.m. Phone records don't lie. A Dr. Phil exclusive. She's saying, this is my daughter. Don't steal her childhood from her. Is there a line you wouldn't cross? Let's do it. If we're going to do something here that matters, then we got to deal with the truth. Show everybody. Here we go. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Ready, three, take. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Go, it's the story causing a complete media frenzy. Another shocking teacher-student headline. Take a look. A local story that's making national headlines. A 41-year-old Modesto teacher left his wife and family to live with an 18-year-old former student. On the right is 41-year-old James Hooker. On the left is his girlfriend, 18-year-old Jordan Powers. The high school senior used to be a student in Hooker's class. The teen's mother believes the inappropriate relationship started when her daughter was underage. Students at Enox High have heard the same thing. She was 14 when they first were together yeah. and that's like pretty disgusting. Powers recently left campus and moved in with Hooker who quit his job and left his wife and kids. One of Hooker's daughters is a year younger than his new lover and attended the same school until transferring yesterday. The girl's mother as you might imagine is angry and she has launched a public relations attack against a man that she is calling a criminal. The teen's mother waged a Facebook war, claiming the teacher pursued her daughter before she turned 18. Hooker resigned from his position as a high school business teacher and club leader last week after being placed on paid administrative leave while the school district and Modesto police investigate the relationship. No criminal charges have been filed, but police say they do continue to investigate this relationship. These are just a few of the headlines my first guest made when the news broke that the 41-year-old teacher left his wife and three daughters to start a relationship with his 18-year-old student. Now, here's what James and Jordan have to say about what they call their love. I moved in with my former high school teacher. I am 18, and he is 41 years old. I have chosen to walk away from my family. I have been married almost 20 years. We have three daughters together. 
I have chosen to walk away from my job to pursue a relationship with Jordan. She was 15 years old when we met the first time. I'm still in high school and I'm graduating in May. This year I was put into his virtual business class and we took a field trip at the end of November. It just opened my eyes to who he really is. On that trip, all the kids open up more about personal dating relationships and, and different things going on. That's where I got to know Jordan better. From there, we started talking more. We became friends. We started texting and talking more on the phone. We actually fell in love towards the end of January. It was a little bit of hugging, a little bit of kissing, but not at school. I was trying to keep it very clean about what we did at school. I was still a teacher. She was a student. When I had my first kiss with James, he made me really happy. And I just, I got stronger feelings towards him. I definitely had butterflies. I didn't even think about him being my teacher, him being married. I was just so happy. I was in the moment that I didn't care. I got an apartment. Jordan said, my mom is really angry at me. She's found out, she's told me that she doesn't want me here and that I might as well just live with you. We are intimate now that I've moved in and we're taking our relationship to the next level. I'm not gonna kiss and tell. If the question were, how is it being intimate? I will just say that it is something that we cherish together. It is something that's special. Love is a crazy thing, but we are following our hearts. Is my relationship with Jordan worth losing my family and my job over? I have made that choice. Okay, so tell me why y'all wanted to be here today. You, you say you want your story to be told, the, the, the real story, right? The truth, yes. The truth. You agree with that? Yes. Okay, because you're saying that the story that's in the media, that's been out there, is not the truth. Well, there was a, a story that, that surfaced originally that was uh, waged by Jordan's mom uh, via the social networks, right. and there were a lot of inaccuracies about that. So what is the real story here? Because your position is, and, and you speak right up and say anything that you want to say, but your position is that there's nothing wrong with this, that you're just in love, you're following your heart, as you say, and this is what you want to do. Yeah. I, I believe that's accurate, and, and certainly we understand there's, there's a lot of consequences to what we've chosen to do. Um, we, we have chosen to um, make a lot of people un, unhappy with us. We, we've hurt some people along <clears throat> the way, and, uh, but, but we do believe in following our hearts. We do believe in pursuing the love we share. You were one of her teachers, correct? I was, yes. And you started a relationship with her while she was a student of yours, correct? We, we were friends, and, and uh, that friendship turned into a little bit more, yes. But you're saying that nothing inappropriate happened, nothing that crossed a line or a barrier happened until she was 18. That is true, yes. There were no text messages, phone calls, secret meetings, going to hotels, anything of that nature? No. Okay, so up until your, your birthday was on the, the 5th of September in 2011. Mm -hmm. And you say up until that time, it was just purely teacher-student. Correct. Okay. Is that the truth? Yes, yes, it is. Because it doesn't seem to be the truth. And, you know, I, I don't know. You, you, you can explain this to me because you turned 18 on September 5th of 2011. But on July 21st, of 2011, there are five text messages between you two, between 2.54 and 2.57 p.m. 
on August 10th, there's an incoming call from you at 7.13 a.m. On the 9th, there are nine text messages between the two of you uh, between 9.53 a.m. and 10.02 a.m. On Friday the 19th, there's a picture video message received by you from Jordan. On Saturday the 3rd, there's a text message sent to Jordan at 8.30 p.m. And then seven text messages between 7.18 and 9.31. And I've seen the phone records that those things took place. So that's not what you just told me. You said up until her birthday, no meetings, no text messages, no going to the hotels, anything of the sort. And I have here 22 text messages, one picture video message, and a phone call before her 18th birthday. And they were all student teacher text messages. The ones in August or July were just stating that I, I text him saying I have him as a teacher. I saw my schedule. It was nothing inappropriate. It was nothing along the lines of that. I'm just, I'm asking because I've raised two kids and I never had this kind of contact going on between a teacher and student. You know, 22 something text messages, phone calls, pictures. What, what were you talking about? School stuff. I mean, the ones over summer, like I said, where I have you as a, a teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, the other ones probably in August are when school started. Just texting him like, oh, like I'm going to be late to class because I had his number because I had him first in summer school. I mean, he has a lot of students' numbers. Mm -hmm. It was all school related. All right, so then you turn 18 and you say that there was a field trip that y'all went on. And is that when an interest was kindled in Jordan by you? I think that's when I got to know her better on a, on a more personal level. Um, we, it was a four-hour car ride one way, and, and the students that went, we all talked. We all um, opened up a little bit about our lives, and so certainly I, I got to know more about Ju uh, Jordan on that day. Did you fall in love with her then? No, I wasn't in love with her at, at, on that trip. When did you fall in love with her? I would say love probably occurred somewhere in January. January? Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we became closer in December. We became very good friends, started talking a lot more. That's what the text messages mm -hmm. and, and the phone calls will show. And she's still your student at that time? Correct. You, you have a daughter almost her age, right? Correct. Would you be okay with that if your daughter, in a very short period of time, started living with a 40-plus-year-old teacher? I think if my daughter was 18, I, I would have a discussion with her. I, I would trust her judgment. If she wanted to follow her heart and that's where it was leading her, I, I would have to be supportive of that. So do you really feel that way or are you saying that to support your position here? I really feel that way. Her mother thinks you are a pedophile and a sexual predator. Uh, I've been called a lot of names, yes. And she thinks that you are a victim here. And, and she doesn't believe wrong. that this all started when you were 18, which, you know, to me, that's a day on the calendar. I mean, there's, there's a moral compass here and there's a legal standard here as well. And I have a hard time believing it was all just, hey, is my assignment due? I, I, that just seems to me to be not very feasible, but I don't know. I, I can't say. But she thinks you're a victim. She thinks you've been groomed by this pedophile mm -hmm. and that you are a victim. What do you say? She's wrong. That's all I can say is she's wrong. Next, it may be legal in some states for a teacher to date an 18-year-old student, but is it right? More when we come back. Jordan's mother, Tammy, and James have never met until now.
tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. She says her husband controls her diet. I am afraid to bring certain foods in the house. Do you sneak food? Yes, I do. Her daughter. It's got violent. You've ripped her shirt, right? He makes me feel like I'm nothing. Even her pregnancies. You say you have had three abortions. I've said this is your decision. This is your body. He told me if I were to have the child, he would leave me. You threaten her with abandonment. That's tomorrow. Do you find it odd that you're living with a teacher that's 23 years older than you? No. Are you at all concerned about his wife and his three children? I am concerned, yes. I mean, do you want to start your adult, if you're using this date, mm -hmm. where you become of a legal majority as the other woman? What do you mean? You no. are the other woman. He's yeah. married with three children. He has left his wife and three children mm -hmm. to go with you. Yeah. And that makes you the other woman. Does that bother you? Um, it does, but then it doesn't at the same time. I mean, it does because I know what he's lost. I mean, he gave up his marriage and a relationship like that, but it doesn't because I'm happy and we're happy. You say it doesn't because you're happy. And I, I think the reason that you say, well, I don't really know, it doesn't really bother me, is because you've, you're not old enough yet. You don't know what it's like to be a wife and be a mother and believe that you have a home and a commitment and then have your husband come home and say, well, you know what? I've met this, this, this girl, a young girl, mm -hmm. half your age, and... I'm going to follow my heart and pursue my relationship with her. And then, and then she's sitting there going, well, what about our life? What about our 20 years? What, what about these children? What do you mean you're going to go pursue something with her? That would be very difficult. Was this difficult for your wife? I, I believe it has been, yes. Mm -hmm. And you say you didn't leave her for her, that there was already trouble. There, there were issues that we were having through uh, starting in, in November, December. Mm-hmm. And, and mostly with me. I was, I was starting to fall away. Are you at all concerned about what she's missing? It's typical for young people to have multiple relationships where they meet somebody and it goes for a while and meet somebody else and they learn and mature and they grow through all of that. And they have fun and they, they have these experiences of being free for the first time and being out and finding their legs under them and all. And instead she's living with a 23-year senior teacher. Do you feel like you're cheating her out of something because it's what you want to do? Former teacher, first of all. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about that. We, uh, you know, she, she has had relationships that have been serious. She, she can talk to you about those or not. Mm -hmm. um, do, do I feel like I'm robbing her? I think we're just pursuing what love is to us. I don't feel like I'm robbing her, no. Here's my problem. I think when you're put in a position as a teacher that that's a position of authority, right? And the reason that it's not good public policy for students to date their teachers is because it opens the relationship up to potentials of abuse. Because you, you have leverage, you're in a position of authority. And I think there's a moral obligation that most people would ascribe to a teacher to keep an arm's length and appropriate relationship with their students to not get personally involved with them. This is not an abuse of authority. It is a 50-50 relationship. 
It was founded on, on friendship, getting to know each other, um, and, and we're just pursuing that. We're just looking to see where that takes us. Do you understand that the spirit of the law that governs statutory rape? The reason they say that if, if an adult has sex with a minor, that it's, it's statutory rape even if they both consented? And the reason they say that is because the child can't give consent. They're not mature enough. They don't understand the consequences. They cannot give consent. So therefore, it cannot be a consensual act. And there are some states that have laws against an educator-student having an intimate relationship. It is a felony. We're, we're accused of starting this relationship when she was 14. I didn't even know her till she was 15. I think there are um, 22 text messages that you found before she was 18. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, you know, what those messages are, what they aren't, if they were pulled up in terms of the actual record, the actual wording. Um, and then after the date that you mentioned, there were none. I, I don't know that there were any more text messages or phone calls until we went on the trip. You England. bought her a secret cell phone, didn't you? No, I didn't. You didn't buy her another cell phone? I didn't. Did you buy another cell phone? I did, yes. So those records from the known numbers just ceased to exist, right? Because there was a, a new cell phone was introduced. Yes. You understand <laughs> that it doesn't look, but, but it doesn't that was look great. in January. Is this relationship in her best interest? Is she giving up too much? I don't believe so. I, I think we are both following our hearts and pursuing love. I believe that we can have a life together. So when you're 40, he'll be 63. Yeah, and? Well, that's I don't a, have a problem with it. That's a big gap. Because see, the older we get, the faster we age. See, you'll stay pretty much the same. But the older we get, we, we age more rapidly. Yeah. Do you worry that she's going to meet some flat-bellied, hairy-legged 18-year-old that's going <laughs> to, I mean, sweep her off her feet, and you're sitting back there follically challenged and 43? <laughs> I mean, I can say that. I, I understand. We, we live, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm not worried. I, I believe in what we have. What is it about him that just lights you up? <laughs> I don't know, just his personality, just everything about him. It's not, I mean, it's what every couple finds in each other. I don't, I don't think about the age difference. Doesn't this seem a little creepy? No. <laughs> It doesn't, and I don't understand why. Well, because I think that. about it, you know, I'm 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 61, okay. and so if I was with someone 23 years older, <laughs> she would be 84. That that would you love her? Not in the way you're. You you chose. <laughs> you chose someone though. Would you choose to love her? Well, I think that you would have to define love, and to me, love is a very selfless emotion. And I don't think what you're describing here is a selfless emotion, because I think you are foregoing, on her behalf, life experiences that she will sorely miss. I think you are selfishly doing this because it is not in her best interest. You know that commonsensically. I know it commonsensically. You're just saying, I, I think it will work out. So people shouldn't uh, get married when they're 18, 19, because they're going to miss out on life? Because you're oh, saying... Oh, absolutely, I agree with that. <laughs> yes, I think, yes, I think 18 and 19 is way too young to get married. Okay. Certainly to another 18 or 19-year-old. 
right. Your mother wants to, to talk to me, and I want you all to watch that because I want you to have an opportunity to respond. Sure. Now, James says that the relationship with his former student, Jordan, started after she turned 18. Her mother says that they're just lying. Rub it. As Jordan's mother, I'm absolutely livid. He's having sex with my daughter. He's a sexual predator. I think he groomed her for this. He met her when she was 14 years old, a young girl. He didn't just meet her this year randomly. He was in a position of authority. I believe he abused his authority morally, ethically, and I believe criminally. He knew better than to do this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right now, my mom is pretty mad. Well, she's certainly out to smear me to make sure that I'm crucified. My mom has stated on Facebook that he is a child molester, he is a pervert, that we sent 8,000 text messages back and forth. That was inaccurate. Jordan's mom sent one text the day Jordan moved in. It starts out, you belligerent, arrogant pervert. How dare you come to my home, pack a child's belongings, have sex with a child. Your safety is in jeopardy. And please call the police, ASAP. You had better say an extra prayer, you sick child molester. Now you will pay for your perversion and arrogance, I promise. Well, that was James claiming that the mother of his 18-year-old former student and now live-in lover is starting a smear campaign against him. He says Jordan's mother is lying, so I'm going to talk to Tammy, the mother, myself, and see if we can get to the bottom of what really happened here. I I think we really want to get to the truth. You've been watching the show up to this point, right? I have. Any comments or notes on what you've seen so far? Well, yeah, he's contended this whole time that he's had no contact with this kid, you know, as a minor, and that's a lie. Those phone records indicate that he pursued her. Have you talked to her about her relationship with him? Have you said, are you having sex with this man, and if so, what did she say? They both contended it was platonic, that he was a father figure, that um, that it wasn't sexual of nature. She's had a boyfriend up until a month ago, a four-year relationship with a boy her age. Mm-hmm. So I had no indication that this was other than, than what she said. When is your earliest indication that it was a romantic relationship? A romantic? 
Mm-hmm. Um, not until I, I knew that they had gone to hotels and actually had sex. I just didn't believe, I didn't believe any of it. And when was that? When did you find out? That was the morning that uh, she moved out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, I still did didn't did believe that. And what did she tell you then? That she had had sex with him and that, mm-hmm. that it was true and that... Did she tell you when? No. She was talking about the hotels and I said, you stayed in hotels with him? And she said, I did. And this is while she was a student? This is while she was a student. But after she was 18? But after she was 18. Okay. And... What do you think about your daughter's point of view? She says, no, I'm, I'm in love. What do, you know your daughter. What do you think? She's a child. It's a child's perspective. She's in love, and next week it, she could be in love with someone else. I don't think she understands the magnitude of this. Who is my boo? That's James Hooker. He was listed in her phone under my boo so that other students wouldn't realize she, they were texting back and forth in class. And your older daughter says that she saw a text message uh, between them in January, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. What did it say? I'll love you forever. Um, something to the effect that if I can get away, I don't know if I can text you. And mm-hmm. she brought it to my attention. I think there's something going on with Jordan and Mr. Hooker. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, he's a church-going family man, and I, I don't think that this is happening. Now tell me about the promise ring that said love waits that she was wearing over the summer. Well, I didn't, I didn't physically see it. I didn't see it myself, but her boyfriend said that he would, she would take off her promise ring with him and put this ring on. And she said, my, my nana, my grandma bought it. I called my mom and said, did you send this kid a ring? She said, I didn't send her a ring. And you think the ring came from him? I do. You don't know that. You I don't know for it. a fact. I don't know for a fact, but... Mm-hmm. It was a mentionable that I, I'm finding stuff out daily. Well, he says that you are very hostile towards him, which I can certainly understand. I am. And that this thing has spiraled out of control because you have started a smear campaign. Well, it has spiraled. It spiraled a lot. Um, but I tried civilly, administratively, legally. And, and uh, I was at, at, a, at a point where high emotions create a level of irrationality. Either I go to jail, I get arrested, or I try a different forum. You have said at one point that you wanted to stab him. I did. I did. I said, he's not coming here. You're not going with him. If he comes into my home, I will stab him. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, based on emotion. But I felt that way. Um, so your belief, just so I'm clear about this, okay. your belief is that so you think he's violated his duties as an educator and as a teacher. Absolutely. Whether she was 18 or not. He was in a position of authority. I entrusted him with my child, and that's not okay. He knew better, and he was impulsive and selfish, and he's acted upon it. I want to talk with them. Okay. I would like to have you there. Are, are you willing to come out and sit with us and talk about this? Um, I will. I'll come out. Well, we're going to all sit down, talk this through in just a moment. We'll be right back. I think you have no moral compass. I think you're arrogant. I think you're self-serving. I feel like we're in a custody dispute. You're the dad, I'm the mom, this is the child. This is actually my girlfriend. Yeah. Closed captioning provided by I call James the arrogant pervert. To engage in a dialogue with a child at 17 shows a perversion. I think after the initial shell shock of all of this, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, 
but I'm adamant. I'm still gonna collect and find information to have James Hooker arrested. I hope he goes to jail. I've been backstage talking with Jordan's mother, Tammy. She and James have never met until now. Tammy, come on out. What did you think about what your mother had to say when we were talking backstage? Um, I never admitted to a hotel room because that wasn't true. I never once said that. And the day, she did say that she was going to stab him. And she's pretty crazy, so I, I knew that if he came to the front yard, she would stab him. What do you want to say uh, to James? I think you have no moral compass. I think you're arrogant. I think you're self-serving. I think you're selfish. I think you're ruining my child with this. It's horrible. What do you want to see happen? Oh, I want her to leave. She doesn't need to be with him. This serves your purpose for you, not for her. This is all about you. It's 50-50. 50-50? Jordan, you're a child. I bought Lunchables for you. You didn't buy Lunchables for Two weeks ago, you you're a kid. Show. He's an adult. He knows better. Can you understand how she feels? I understand she, where she's coming from as a mom. Absolutely. She's entitled to her opinion, but that's a lot of all she's had is her opinion. She's known this child from the moment she was conceived. She has been with her. She knows her. She cares for her. She, she has a, a, a history with her that you don't have. And so to poo-poo this or to dismiss this is just everybody's entitled to opinion and she's got one, seems to me to be disrespectful. And I, I, it just seems like if you had empathy for her and understanding for that, it might help the discourse here some. But I think that goes both ways, Dr. Phil. I, I don't think she has respected me at all. And, and I'm not saying maybe I deserve respect. Oh, I know I she is, is unhappy with what I've done. But bigger than that is the disrespect she's had for her own daughter. What in this situation have you done that would inspire respect in her? I'm not saying I deserve respect. I'm just saying it hasn't gone both ways. And I, I am much more concerned about the respect she has for her own daughter. You're sounding pretty sanctimonious and self-righteous in saying you need to understand how much you have hurt your daughter here. I don't think she does understand. What do, you, what do you say to I that? feel like we're in a custody dispute. You're the dad, I'm the mom, this is the child. This is actually my girlfriend. Yeah. And you're the mom. That's what we're in here. She tells us that you have said, Mom, I have to protect him. No, she, you asked me why I didn't tell you. Why did that you I swear on my life that because you had never had sex with this the... man and you said, Mom, I didn't. I had when did to protect, I ever admit to I had to protect rooms. him. No, when you you're came, making it up. When you came and to get the items from the car, you said, I had to protect him. Yeah, his job. His job. Yeah, but I never admitted to hotel rooms. He didn't buy that ring. I purchased the ring. It was through church when, when I used you to went go to every Sunday and, and his he didn't family? go. No, and your I wife only and attended, kids are in the front row and she's in the back row? I only attended his church once. Did you invite her to your church? I told her that I went to a good church. Did you, did you ask her to come that Sunday? I, I've told her that she could come anytime she wanted. Why did you go to the church where his wife and children were going to worship? 
because he said it was a good church. And I wanted to move okay. churches. Does that seem at all inappropriate to you? Well, no. Anybody can attend church. How about church. you? Does that seem at all inappropriate to you? To invite someone to church? No. No, that wasn't the question, and you know it wasn't. The question was... <laughs> The question was, do you find it inappropriate that she would show up at the church where your wife and children go to worship when she is in a relationship with you and sit in the back of the church? We, we, we weren't were even in, in that type of relationship. You said that you really didn't have a romantic interest in her during this field trip and that you called and spoke for six minutes because you weren't feeling well and you were going Don't down there, that it was your call. Yeah. But I have phone records here that say this was an incoming call to you from you at that time. Hey, phone records don't lie. I didn't call her at 4 a.m. The phone records, I don't know whether you did or not, I'm just telling you what the phone record says. Did you call her back? I, I don't remember calling her back. I don't, I don't know. If, if, oh, I, if I called her it? back, the one right before it would say that she called me. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that the phone record here says that it's an incoming call to your cell phone at 4 something in the morning. You called her on a field trip, you're the chaperone, you're responsible for this kid, you're calling her at four in the morning. I, I remember her calling me, yeah, well, telling me that she wrong. was leaving. And you could ask the other student that was in the room. I'm asking you. They left. I'm asking you why you're calling my kid at four in the morning. Seem unwilling to acknowledge that this mother is concerned that her daughter is involved with a teacher 23 years her senior that you just, it's kind of like, hey, we're in love. Take the high road, it's much less traveled. There isn't as much traffic on the high road. It's easier to navigate. She's saying, look, this is my daughter. Turn her loose, don't, don't steal her adolescence from her. Don't steal her childhood from her. Relationships that are born out of infidelity are doomed from the get-go. They are doomed from the get-go, they just are, statistically. Statistically, this is an extremely high-risk relationship. Do, do you get that? Yeah. The age difference makes it a high-risk relationship. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's born in infidelity makes it a high-risk relationship. And what you have to consider that you haven't is that if he'll do it with you, he'll do it to you. Mm -hmm. Do you recognize you're a high-risk candidate in this relationship? But I also know it's not an impossible relationship. Okay, now answer my question. Do you recognize that you, at least statistically, are a high-risk candidate in this relationship? I hear what you're telling me, that it, that it is, yes. Yeah. And, but you believe that you're the exception? I'm willing to see where it takes us. We're, we're just one day at a time trying to live our life. And will the, if it doesn't go well, will the consequences for you have the gravity of the consequences for her. I think we each have our own consequences, and we've talked about those. We understand that there are consequences, that there have been consequences. Mm -hmm. Next, what James has to say about having children with his 18-year-old girlfriend. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. She says her husband controls everything. She's afraid that if there's a hair in the sink, you're going to fly off the handle. Even her diet. Do you sneak food? Yes, I do. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... Y'all have an active 
intimate relationship at this point, correct? Now we do, yes. Are you on birth control? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are you certain that you're not pregnant? Yes. Do you want to get pregnant? No, not right now. You want to start another family? I'm willing to, yes. In, in your want. 50s? Yes. You want to start another family? I'm willing to. Are you at all concerned that he would do with your children what he has done with his? I hope not, no. He walked on his. Is he going to walk on yours? I don't know. But do you consider that? Do you think yeah, about Yeah, I've thought that? about it. What do, you, what do you think about this conversation? First of all, I don't, didn't you have a vasectomy? I mean, can you even have children? I mean, hello? You've already had your kids, your wife, your marriage, your kids. She hasn't. She's just starting. How dare you take that from her? How dare you? I'm sickened by the whole thing. Sickened by the whole thing. Can you have children? Um, potentially. <laughs> with, with help? Yeah, with I can help? have more children. With help? What do you want her to do? Leave. This is ridiculous. Doesn't it make common sense to finish one relationship before you start another? We tried. We, we have been talking about, and I'm assuming you're talking about my marriage. Oh, yeah. We, we uh, worked on things in December and, and January and, and halfway through February, and, and that's when we separated. Mm -hmm. Is this the only student that you've had a relationship with? Yes. Is it the only other woman you've been involved with during your 20 years of marriage? Um, to, to this extent, yes. In, in, this, in this type of relationship, yes. So that's a no. no I mean, it is yes. There have been other women, but not to the point that you've moved in with them? Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there haven't been other women in any type of physical relationship, okay. no. Here is a statement that was given to us on behalf of James Hooker's family. This is a very difficult time for them, so family, friends, and the church body have gathered around to support them so they can work through the pain caused by James' decision to abandon his family. Their hearts go out to the Powers family for the hurt that they are experiencing as well. You have three children, right? Correct. And you have one daughter that's a year younger? Correct. And she goes to the same school that you go to? No, that I did go to, yes. Yeah, you stopped going to the school and started doing independent study. Mm -hmm. I assume because of the controversy? Yeah, I just didn't want to okay. be there. And your daughter has had to change schools. I wasn't aware, but, but I'm assuming yes. Yeah, she has had to change schools. How do you feel about that? We knew there, there were going to be consequences, that there were consequences. You knew there were going to be consequences. She's not there yet. She didn't know there were going to be consequences. She's a kid. She can speak for herself. That's not me. She can speak for herself. If you'd like to ask her, she can answer. Well, I have a few questions for Jordan when we come back. Back with James and Jordan. They are in a romantic relationship now, living together. James was her teacher. Their mother is here, having met James today for the first time, and we're kind of talking about this situation. James, have you been impacted by the number of student-teacher affairs that have been highlighted? I think in the last just few months, I I've seen two, three dozen of them. I, I haven't paid special attention to those types of stories, no. Is there a line you wouldn't cross? Is there um, a point at which you would say, not, uh, no, I wouldn't do this, Dr. Phil, would not? 
Well, I, I did walk away from my profession. I, I resigned, and, and Jordan moved in. And, and that is fact. That's, that is what so on actually happened. on the 22nd of February? Correct. You resigned on the 22nd of February. The morning of the 22nd. And you moved in on the afternoon of the 22nd yes. of February, right? It, it is true, yes. But, but there is that line. We wanted to be very clean about how we moved forward. Do you believe you will be prosecuted in this case? I don't believe there's going to be any evidence to be prosecuted, no. Uh -huh. and, and even if the, the texts and the telephone calls, the, the, you know, the evidence lies in those. There was nothing to those phone yeah. calls. Well, they're discoverable, so maybe Absolutely. they'll exonerate whether you did or exactly. didn't. Exactly. Uh, do you plan to get married? I don't know. We, I'm, we're really day by day. If he were to reconcile with his wife, would you be okay with that? Of course I wouldn't want him to. You, would, you wouldn't want that? Yeah. If you knew then what you know now, would you still have gone down this path? Would you have gotten involved with him? Yes, I would have. And you, you're out of a job. For right now, yes. Yeah. What, what do you plan to do for money? You've, you've got two houses to support, three children, four children. <laughs> you, you have a lot of money. What, do you have a profession you can pursue? Right now, I'm just pursuing whatever I can. What do you predict is going to happen here? She doesn't understand the magnitude of this. She's coming from a child's perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think eventually when the novelty wears off, the media wears off, she will leave. How do you feel towards your mother? Are you upset with her that she's upset with you and that she's upset with James? Well, yeah, I mean, it definitely hurts me about the stuff that she said about us. And it's definitely impacted and changed my life because of all of this, but I do love her. I mean, she's the only parent I have left. My dad passed away. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's always been really important to me, and I'll, I'll continue to try to build that relationship with her because I do love her. You get where she's coming from, right? Even if you disagree. I do get where she's coming from. You get from. where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. And the day is gonna come very likely when you're gonna say, you know, Mom, I'm glad you didn't quit on me. I'm glad you, you continued to try to bring me back to my life. Um, and I know, I, I know you don't believe that and I know you don't see that now. This is a high risk relationship. Mm -hmm. It is an unhealthy relationship. It is not in your best interest in my view. There are a lot of states you could be in that this would be a felony, mm -hmm. okay, because of the educator student. Mm -hmm. this, this could be a felony. And you just happen to be in a state that the laws are lagging in this regard. Do you have any guilt or remorse for disrupting this family? I think Tammy has caused a lot of her own stress by turning this into something that it, it wasn't. There, there was nothing before, before December. And, and she has turned it into her personal crusade to, to prove that that there was something, and, and she's gonna be disappointed at the end. She continues to not be um, understanding of, of who I am and my intentions toward her daughter. I, I just love her. That's, that's all there is to it. Love is love. And if it's over in six months, it's over in six months. And if it's over in 40 years, we hope you're okay with that too. I'll never be okay with it. Okay, there you have it, we'll be right back. Closed captioning provided by...
I'd like to purchase a DVD or transcript of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. I want to thank all of my guests on the show today. For more information, you can go to drphil.com because we always have really good information, things you can download, quizzes that you can take, warning signs, points you can look at, and just some really good content. So you can go there and take a look. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for being here. So long. See y'all. Thank all of my guests on the show today. For more information, you can go to drphil.com because we always have really good information, things you can download, quizzes that you can take, warning signs, points you can look at, and just some really good content. So you can go there and take a look. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for being here. So long. See y'all.